Hobby Addicts の時間です It's time for Hobby Addicts And now here are your anime addicts Everybody, welcome to Hobby Addicts. I am your host Mitsugi, and I am joined on a very busy show today by the wonderful Mandy. And Mandy, how are you? Hi, I'm doing great. I had、uh, an uneventful Halloween, but my mom and I watched a bunch of stuff together, and、uh, that's been pretty much it. It's cold here, but I'm excited to be here and talk about anime and games and all kinds of stuff. And we also have. Mason, Mason, how was your Halloween? It was pretty fun. I hung out with my brother pretty much the whole day and we, we just had a blast. So I'm doing pretty well. All right, guys. Well, welcome into episode 234 of Hobby Addicts. And if you're listening, thank you as always for supporting the podcast. We depend on you for, for that and、uh, we love you for it. And we're here to give you a little bit of extra entertainment. Let's see. Today on the Podcast. We have, can, of course, talk about Halloween if we would like. I started watching a new Netflix show that is animated that might be better than Castlevania called Blood of Zeus, and we'll talk about that.、Mm. And, same、uh, team. Oh, same team? Well,、mm. then they're probably happy to hear that then. They, they all did <laughs> themselves.、Um, and then I played about maybe the first third of、uh, Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom, so I might get to that. Mandy's going to talk about Plasmophobia. Uh, the stream and、uh, plasmophobia.、Phas- oh. I hate myself.、Oh, Fat- okay, let me try this again. Phas- phasmophobia, the,、uh, the stream. And、um, Mason's going to talk about the best show on Netflix. I'm not sure if it's actually, that's actually the name of the show or if it's just an opinion piece a l l o Mason about the best show on Netflix. But why don't we start there? Because the, the just. Curiosity is just really tickling me, Mason. Oh, okay.、Um, well, I have watched be- Halloween. You know, it was a pretty great time. We,、uh, my brother and I just pretty much camped out in his room. We watched a bunch of TV shows while we chucked、uh, fruit snacks at the kids below from our like, second story window. That's how we、uh, delivered our Halloween this, this past、mm-hmm. day.、Um, we watched some of Stranger Things. It、oh, was、okay. all right. We watched some of Cobra Kai. It, it was fine. You know, it was doable.、Um, we started up The Queen's Gambit. We're about halfway through it. It's off to a pretty good start. So I'll probably talk about that next week. But、um, the show that we did finish and is the best show on Netflix, hands down,、um, is the documentary Our Planet, which you guys might have seen. It's about a year old,、um, it's a sequel to the Planet Earth series. And、I've this seen is, Planet Earth too. I mean, is. But this is, this is next level. Oh, oh. Like, I thought Planet Earth was like, you know, as good as they come for documentaries, but this is like four years in the making, like 600 crew members with like just going around the globe talking about all these ecosystems. And it's amazing. It is literally jaw dropping. Every episode has like some moments where you're just like, wow, nature is lit and amazing <laughs> and brutal and stupendous. And. There's so many moments from like the mating dances of tropical birds <laughs> where they're like clearing out a dance floor and then like just 
going nuts. Um, the, just the crazy dispersion methods that plants use to, you know, grow and foster. Um, you have like these worms that like manipulate ants to like feed them and treat them as royalty. Um, you have like this cat ferret predator hybrid called a fossa, which I don't know if Mandy's ever heard of, but if she ever did like a D and D like, like campaign, like this would be her like OP, not familiar, but companion, uh, super great, (laughs) but all of it's done by the same people that did planet earth. It's, uh, voiced by David Attenborough, the same guy who just has that nice, silky, smooth voice that tells you about the way of the land and it's amazing but this show is interesting because uh, a big part of the like focus of it is showing the negative impact that humans have on these ecosystems and even if you're one of those guys who are like oh i'm not about all that climate change and all of this or whatever like the show pretty clearly points to like the irrefutable actions of like deforestation overfishing and pollution and like directly shows like how that is negatively hurting these habitats and way of life. And there are some absolutely brutal, like sad scenes. I highly recommend skipping episode two for like an almost unwatchably like frustrating and tragic massacre that occurs (laughs) and of essentially these walruses that because they don't have the ice caps to like, like throw, like thrive on and meet up, they have to like climb up these cliffs just to have like room to live and uh, if you're like, hmm, those animals probably shouldn't be climbing cliffs, you're probably right. And they like fall to their death and like crush those below them. And it's like very hard to watch. So besides that, like point, um, 80% of the show is like super fascinating tales of wildlife. And like 15% is like a consideration of like what humans have done and can do to make it better. Because the the good news is that the, the over like the overarching thesis of the show is that like we humans have really like fucked up this majestic planet. Um, but like, it's not too late to save it. And then they go into like ways that, you know what? The nature can bounce back. It's very durable. And if we just give it a chance, it's, you know, it can thrive again. So it's absolutely a must watch. It's super cool. And then even if you don't like all that nature business, <laughs> there's like an hour long behind the scenes of like the filming of it, which is almost just as cool where you see like, you know, the people who are like camped out in huts for like weeks and months to like get one shot of a tiger or like a crew that has to like fight through the forest swamps as they like try to chase down a family of monkeys and they have to like set up shop, try to get a shot of the monkeys through like the canopies, like hundreds of feet up in the air, through the muck, through everything. And then the monkeys constantly move and they're constantly just chasing them down. And it's just super cool. All the drone shots. It's just uh, a spectacle of, you know, humankind and ingenuity of like filming with like how amazing the planet is. So it's a uh, very awesome. It was definitely like we watched it like with the family while eating dinner every night. And it's been a, uh, It's been a good ride, so I'm excited to talk about The Queen's Gambit next week, which is about chess playing, but for now, uh, if you haven't seen Our Planet, even if you've seen other documentaries, I highly recommend checking it out. Yeah, I mean, so long long as, like, the... I mean, there's there's so many different ways where it's kind of obvious how humans have fucked up the Earth, like, you know, ripping, like, tearing down massive swaths of the Amazon rainforest, and, Mm -hmm. you know, not to mention that we get, like, half of our medicine from there. (laughs) You know, just all the... Habitats. So, so long as it doesn't get like overbearing about that kind of stuff, because because it's, like for God's sake, like I, said, I mean, 
the politics isn't everything today. And it's like the last thing I need to do is watch a for a a uh, nature show and and still can't escape. <laughs> it's like no, I I absolutely understand, and that's where I want to say like yes, it is like a hint of it in the show, but it's not like look at this great bird. You're killing it. Look at this amazing crocodile. You're ruining its life. Like it's not that like persistent, Mm -hmm. but it does just have enough of that. Like, Hey, we are making an impact for the negative and let's be mindful of that kind of thing. So I think it has a strong message and it's just really cool to watch. That sounds cool. Yeah. I have to check it out. So, well, thank you, Mason. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Planet Earth 2, though, is pretty strong. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Planet Earth is amazing, and I like often held that up as like the gold standard, uh, but this is, it's even better. All right, well, we'll see. I'll have to check it out. So, um, you know, I might just jump over Halloween because we went to the haunted house that, that, that we were planning on doing, but it was, it, w- it was a little bit, it was, it w- it was a really great experience as it was last year, but but you could tell COVID had its fingerprints like all over it. Um, like they had, there was a there were big sections of the inside of it that were identical to last year, and um, <clears throat> a lot of special effects that couldn't be done because they couldn't really have people, you know, in close quarters. So it, it was just pretty obvious that um, you know they did, they didn't really have the time to get it fully like torn down and rebuilt probably the way that they would have wanted to. So. You know, I would just be talking a lot about like the same as last year with all the animatronics and whatnot. But, but um, I started watching this show called Blood of Zeus. So there is this another Netflix show on TV called um, Blood of Zeus, and it's an eight episode animated series. Mature, it's mature. It's uh, I don't know. It's probably it could be it might be more violent than Castlevania. It's pretty violent. Um, because a lot of because in this a lot of times it's not like it's not um. Like more like like vampires and monsters being ripped apart or murdered or whatever. It's like innocent people. So, you know, it's it's a little bit along the lines of if you've seen the the Samurai X OVA, or right at the beginning, how um, Kenshin's like family of like slavers or whoever, like all the women just get slaughtered like out in the woods and no one cares. Like there's an awful lot of that in Blood of Zeus. But um, wow, what a good what like an amazing story. Like it starts off, it's all Greek mythology and. If you're a Greek mythology fan, like you will probably love this. And if you're a fan of like God of War or the games, you'll probably love this as well. It's it's very much like the story starts off with the gods and the titans at war, and then like as the last titan falls to the gods, um, it like curses the gods with its like last breath, and as it sinks into the sea, like its tears and its blood or whatever um, form these like giants i guess i guess they're called or they're like this like this uh, this uh, like like another like, a, like another spin-off race of beings and um the gods fight these monsters as well and have a a war are, are they the titans they're not the titans so the titans get slain okay. and the titans with their with like their most bitter emotions the last titan curses the gods and its curses and the curse like gives birth to this other race from the titan's body and and the gods fight this other race and as they and, and as like they as they're depicting all these scenes of war and whatnot as the as this uh, i can't remember their their exact name but as they as the gods you know finish them off um they explain how and this is all like really early in the show they explain how 
humans have stumbled across one of the corpses of these like giant beings that were born from the Titans that were supposed to have been like buried deep in the ocean. And it has like transformed humans into these monsters and the, and they have like their own, they're still like humans basically, but they have powers beyond that of a human. So they still have like the intellect of a human. They mostly look like a human, but they have ways about them that make them um, not human and they are not good people. And, and um, but they have like their own sort of goals in mind in the show Meanwhile, there's like this very interesting backstory with um, the main character Heron, who's not a real Greek fi- Greek figure, but um, pretty neat nonetheless. And you know, it's it's just a very it's a very story driven show with it's with uh, the backstory of all the characters, and there's a fair amount of plot twists, and you get to see all the gods that you really know and and appreciate. There's like um, Zeus, of course, Apollo's in there, Ares, Hermes. Hephaestus. We haven't seen Hades yet, but I, I imagine he'll pop up. Poseidon's in there. Hera is in there. And of course, <laughs> poor Hera. No one likes Hera, <laughs> like ever, in anything <laughs> that she's in. So, like, she's like, she's like, no one likes her in the Greek mythology books. No, no one likes her in God of War. And in this, she's like the straight, she's like a straight up villain in this. So, um, <laughs> it's, it's like Zeus gets to like, Zeus like lays every single female person in the world and has like 140 children. And I'm like, I'm like, well, no wonder Hera is so pissed all the time. <laughs> it's like, it's just ridiculous. But, but, um, but yeah, it's really good. Like we, we pretty much burned through almost the whole thing in the last like 36 hours, I'd say, which we don't normally do that. And, uh, it is violent. There are scenes of like, you know, innocent men and women getting like swords slammed up through like the, the, you know, the bottom of their head where like their skin is soft under their jaw, like right through the top of their head. Um, people getting like their limbs ripped off and, and, uh, you know, Cerberus coming out of nowhere and just fucking eating, eating you. (laughs) Um, but, uh, boy, it's not animated as well as Castlevania. So I didn't know that this was done by the same people, but it's, it needs work. I mean, it's, it's not, I don't know, anim- anime, this, uh, I don't want to talk shit on anime, but like, it seems like all these shows always end up looking better than anime does. <laughs> I don't know. Like there, like there's almost no anime series that looks better than Castlevania. So I don't know, like, um, pretty few and far between. Th- this is not as good as Castlevania and how it looks, but it's still, I would say like, I don't know. I'm not bothered by it because, you know, they're not trying to, they're not trying to make a whole episode with like, you know, 250 frames of animation. <laughs> so, but, um, it's really good. So I don't, I don't know who I wouldn't recommend it for. I mean, it's maybe if you just can't handle like violence, but it's, um, it came out this year. So they had some one season. They're about 20, 25 to 35 minutes a piece. And, um, so it's real quick and, uh, just a pretty neat watch. And I think we're hoping that there's no way they're going to finish it in this, this one season. So they will, cause they're just, they're just opening up more and more and more things to wrap up. So it's becoming like a rather large story. And we're excited to see more of it come out. So, have you guys watched this at all? Mm-mm. I have not, but it came out like four days ago. Like this is brand spanking yeah. new. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh wow! I'm so, on the cutting edge for once. You are welcome to the future. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, no, I um, was I was meaning to give it a shot, kind of, sort of, but I uh, we'll see. With with your ringing endorsement, I might give it a shot. Yeah, I just. Uh, 
Um, I just feel bad for Hera. No one likes her. <laughs> She's just like conniving and everything. So I don't know. I don't know why that is, but uh, I haven't read like a ton of, I haven't read a ton of Greek mythology, the, you know, like the books or whatever. I, I think that most of my experiences with Greek mythology are from movies and games, but yeah, it just seems like no one likes Hera. I don't know why. She's like the only In Greek she, mythology, she's always known to be very vengeful towards everybody. Like oh, any yeah. of, um, uh, basically any mortal, she's very jealous. She's very vengeful towards Zeus and, uh, including their, like, his, like, illegitimate, like, kids, so... Which is saying a lot because all the gods are vengeful, but especially, oh, yeah, but especially her. Like the only cool, like somewhat cool god was Hades, but like everybody else is just awful. <laughs> I would say that um, it's pretty faithful to what I know of Greek mythology. So, you know, I, I um, it's not like I saw I've seen anything yet, and I'm like, oh, that that is not how these gods are supposed to be. Like, there's events that aren't. I don't think that the events of this TV show are cut right out of out of like a, a Greek mythology book, you know. But the like some of the characters aren't obviously you know from Greek mythology, but the the way that the characters are and the way the world is certainly seems true to what I have experienced. So it I don't think it'll like offend any Greek mythology fans, but uh, you know like Hera is definitely vengeful, and, and honestly for good reason. <laughs> but um, but. You know, and uh, Apollo is, you know, glowing and he rides his chariot around and he's all sexy. So, <laughs> so I think it's really good. You guys should check it out. Um, it's definitely fast. Like you'll probably, you'll probably watch it in like, I don't know, maybe one sitting because it's the whole, to the whole runtime is probably three total hours. So it's pretty short. It's weird. This came out right during the hype of Hades. <laughs> I was going to say, I was waiting for Mandy to be like, Ooh, Ooh, let me dive back in. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, though. I mean, is um, Zagreus in it? And is he still a cocky, like, handsome boy? <laughs> um, I haven't... I mean, not yet. I mean, there's... God, there's, like, what? A billion characters from Greek mythology, so I doubt they're all going to be in there. Um, I I can't see that. I can't imagine them ever being as lovable as the ones <laughs> Mandy's like, Mandy's like, where's the... What, what about the Thanatos situation? What about my oh, boy? Oh, where's the Thanatos? Situation. No Thanatos, good, no watch. Good question. Where is uh, Dionysus? Is he in it? Is he still like a sexy man who's half naked with wine pouring all over him? How many nipples? How many one nipples do we get per person? Look, Dio is quite handsome. I always picked his boons. I was like, ah, yes, wine god, follow me everywhere, please. Please grant me your blessing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, how, is Thanatos in it? <laughs> I mean, I don't, I, I don't know if you want me to run down all the characters that are in it because I okay, don't want to spoil anything. But I just wanted to know if Thanatos was in it. I it, mean, is he still very attractive? I think all that I'll tell you is that all of the normal gods that are prevalent that that everybody on planet Earth knows, they're all in it. But so that's cool. that's a no. That's probably far, a no. As far as like your, you know. Um, like Hercules and some of these, I guess Hercules is pretty well known, but is, I mean, as, as far as these, some of these characters that aren't quite as prevalent in Greek mythology, what well, you have to, you have to watch it for yourself. Hell yeah. Hercules is well known. We took him from zero to hero. <laughs> he's the, he's the, he's the gold pump boy that's on, uh, you know, TRT and anabolics <laughs> for sure. 
All right. So moving on from that, phasmophobia. Well, what is this phasmophobia? Yeah. So Mason and I streamed some phasmophobia on Friday for like an early Halloween stream, and we had lots of fun with it. So phasmophobia is a the brand new game from Kinetic Games that just came out like uh, sometime in September, but it's like the new streaming game that everyone's doing. And it's kind of a perfect game for Halloween because it's a, you can play up to four player. You can play it single player and you can play up to four co-op and uh, you just hunt ghosts. And <laughs> that's uh, that's kind of it. If you've ever seen one of those like ghost hunting shows on like the Travel Channel, it's very similar to that, <laughs> except uh, there are actually ghosts. <laughs> so... Um, what you do is uh, you and your team go out to a house that has um, been like people reported that there is some kind of supernatural activity going on in there. And so some of them are violent. Some are not, but you don't really know which is going to happen until you get there and uh, kind of dive into the house and find see what you can find. But. We go out with our equipment and we have all the ghost hunting equipment. We have like a thermometer to test like how cold the area is and uh, like EMF waves. And you have like a spirit box that where the ghost could talk to you. You could ask it questions. And um, there's a whole bunch of other stuff. There's like a book where it can like write in it. You can get salt where you can uh, see if you can get footprints to show up, which is something we didn't do and we should have done. <laughs> yeah, I bought the salt, but we never used it. We never used the also, salt. Also, to clarify, when we say ghost hunting, that means we go into a house and say, oh, look, there's a ghost. And then we run away screaming. Whereas when the ghost hunts <laughs> us, uh, it actually carries through that promise and kills us. So <laughs> different, different yeah. terminology of hunt. But yeah. Yeah, basically, they t they say there's some paranormal activity in these houses, and we have to go in there, and we have to use our, our ghost hunting expertise to figure out what ghost it is, like what type, and then we record all of the evidence, and we take stuff back, and the idea is that then they send in the people who actually, like, exercise the ghost, because I guess, story-wise, or this doesn't have a story, but I'm just saying, like, the uh, <laughs> the idea is that you have to have, like, you have to know what kind of ghost it is to get rid of it. So we're not even the people who do that. And that's why we are literally dying for only like $30. <laughs> not even joking. We get paid after each of these runs. And then you can like use your money to buy more stuff to help you out in your hunts or help you out in your ghost uh, like mysteries or um whatever like your detective work and uh we're, we only get paid like thirty dollars we're buying things like glow sticks you know <laughs> what what is that gonna help us with so you can see in the dark we, we buy glow sticks Go i bought too many flashlights ghost rave oh we did we did have a ghost rave <laughs> we did and we died <laughs> i died worth at it least. worth it but um so you, when you get to this house, you have only so long before your sanity starts dropping. There's a, a sanity meter. There's a lot of things to keep track of. And our first few runs, we did awful because there was just too much, like, at, all at once. But after you get the hang of it, it gets a lot easier. This was but, the <laughs> first time either of us have played yes. the game. So we were definitely fumbling through the first couple oh, encounters. Yeah. Yeah, we, we definitely screwed a lot of things up, but I found out stuff. Like, thank God for our chat. Our chat was so helpful. They're MVP. like, uh, 
Yeah, they were like, actually, you sh- you can do this. Like, I really love it that they weren't like, hey, do this, dummy. But we're like, hey, maybe you can uh, try the book. Or you have to push V to talk to the ghost. I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, they were very helpful. So thanks to anybody who was in our chat. But um, so you you grab your equipment. Each person can only carry three items. So things are much easier if you have more than two players. We kept having to go back to our truck to get different equipment because we would run out of things that we can do and then have to go back. But if you have four people, then everybody can carry an item and it's probably much easier. But basically each time we split up and like covered the house and kept just trying things until we got something to happen. Like, we got some kind of response, whether it's the ghost flickering lights or, like, we get to see our breath, where, um, like, if we go into a room that has freezing temperatures, then your breath starts to come out when you talk. And uh, just basically stuff like that. Did it turn on the TV? Did it turn on the radio? Any kind of sign that there is activity in that room. And then we would bring out all the equipment and like put down a book like, let's see if it writes in the book. Nope. Let's uh, let's see if we can get an EMF reading out of it. Let's see if it'll talk on the spirit box. And yeah, you need three pieces of evidence to figure out to uh, whittle down or um, to uh, kind of figure out what ki- type of ghost you have. And then you put it in your journal And then there are other bonus objectives, like if you get a picture of the ghost, or if somebody just sees the ghost, or if you um, use a crucifix to to attack it while it's trying to hunt you, or if you use uh, like a smudge stick to cleanse the area. And if you, for every objective you get done, then you get more money for that stuff. And so you don't really have to do all of that. There, there was one time where we got literally nothing, but Mason died very <laughs> quickly. And I was like, I don't want to lose all the equipment that I have because this game is harder than Dark Souls. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> and so I just left. And we got no money. Mason's dead. And we got nothing out you of it. You just left him? Mandy. Yep. I mean, what am I yeah. going to do? I'm already dead. I know, but what about the body? <sighs> I mean, he's I'm in the friends house with the ghost. Two ghosts now. Yeah. <laughs> Two ghosts. It's become part of the Hill House. Yeah. The, the game detects when you're talking, so you can, mm-hmm. like, call out the name of the ghost when you're in rooms and, like, ask yes. it questions. And that's when Mandy said, like, you can see your breath. It's not that your character is breathing, but you, you are talking, and if it's cold, like, the breath appears on the screen when you talk. And it's kind of cool. Yeah, so... um yeah, it's voice like it like it recognizes your voice and I'll tell you the name of the ghost on every mission and like it'll be like I don't uh, like Helen Jackson, I guess. I don't know. Just to pick out a random name. We, um, we did get a Karen and that was uh We did get a Karen and <laughs> that was the funniest one. <laughs> and so you just go around like saying the ghost's name and some of them will get very angry and attack you faster. And um some of them like like they all respond to things differently. Some will only come out if you are the only person in the room with the lights out. Some will only come in groups and uh, some just don't care. And the first time that we ran into one was in the garage. We got to a house and it was in the garage and that ghost uh, was attacked us very quickly yes. <laughs> on our very first run. I don't think we got anything out of that run at all. <laughs> I think you grabbed a picture of it. So, what yes, are you supposed I took to a do, picture though? Of I mean, the ghost. You have glow sticks well, and flashlights. I mean, what do you... So, uh, here's what we didn't know. We would be in the room and the ghost would lock the doors so we'd be like, well, 
we probably can out. So we'd try to run out and go a different way. <laughs> and we just kept on trying to outrun the ghost. And the run function <laughs> in this game is pathetic. It essentially doesn't exist. So we were trying to waddle away from this ghost. And uh, big surprise, we died constantly. Only to find out like <laughs> way down the line that you're actually supposed to like turn off all your devices and kind of like crouch and hide. So we were doing the complete opposite mm. of what was prescribed. Hey, so hence the I multiple pushed deaths. Mason. Mason was the was the meat shield, and I, was I got the meat out. Shield. Or there was one time where Mandy triggered the ghost, <laughs> was being attacked by her, and she was fleeing away from it. And I was like, "Oh, one of the objectives is to take a picture of the ghost. Let me go towards the scene of the crime and take a picture." And I just ran right up to the ghost, took a nice picture, and I uh, was uh, mutilated. So and he just messed you up. Yeah. Exactly. Did you even, I had to go back for the camera. <laughs> well, did you even ask for permission? <laughs> to take its picture? No. Of no, course. I didn't. That, well, that's you probably deserved on, it. That's on my bad. Yeah, exactly. Well, he fucked you up and you know you had it coming. So what do you want me to do? There was also one time when um, the ghost showed up quite a few times. I was like, I don't think he's a violent ghost. It was like a little child. I was like, I don't think mm. he's violent. Famous so we're like having words. like a glow stick party in this room and the ghost keeps showing up. I was like, look, he's not violent. And then Mason left. When he left, the ghost locked the door and started crawling at me on the ground. I was like, oh, I don't think he's <laughs> passive anymore. And I died. Uh, <laughs> also, I, the shit out of me. this probably will get put up on YouTube. So if you want to oh, yeah. see this uh, nightmare fueled, not because it's scary, but our performances, uh, <laughs> you can probably check it out on our YouTube page and we might do this again. I had a lot I of fun. I would love to do it again. I had loads of fun with it. We played over three hours. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I had a ton of fun with it and I love to play with more people. We, I mean, playing with two people is kind of hard because we only could do very small locations, but it gets like there are larger locations. I think you can go to like schools and there are other items you can get. Like I know you can get like a Ouija board later on because you do level up. The more you do this, the more experience you get. And then when you level up, you get more like items and stuff. So well, and it's still in early access, too. It's not even fully released and they're constantly updating it like they updated it for Halloween to put like pumpkins in your room. And like there were pumpkins on like the doorsteps of the houses. I was like, I thought that was really cute. So when do you guys <laughs> when do you get when do you guys normally play it? Because I could be I, I could be tempted. Um, well, it's on PC. Can you play on PC? Well, I'm looking at the graphics and they look jank as hell. So, uh, yes, if you have I mean, any device, you can probably we had run it. So much fun. <laughs> I mean, like, I, like I have Cosmo's old PC and I have, I have the podcast laptop. I'm, I'm guessing they both could probably run it. Probably. Yeah. So, so it's, it's it says it needs a minimum of an i5 uh, Intel Core. Is that it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back in like 2005. Yeah, the NVIDIA 970, GTX 970 is like the minimum requirement. So, yeah, I think you're probably fine. All right, well, next time you guys are going to play, let me know and I'll see if I'm busy. Cool. Yeah. Like, I think on Steam, it normally is only $14. They had like a 10% off sale for Halloween, which isn't much. And it has a VR headset mode, which uh, we did not play and I would have puked. If we had probably <laughs> spinning wildly around with flickering yeah, it's lights. Like, yeah, it's like uh, like was made for VR, but you definitely do not need VR to play it. We we were just fine. Yeah, I see it. But, they're like, do you yeah. play this with a VR headset? I'm like, well, I don't have one of those, but boy, I bet it'd yeah. be it probably would be a lot scarier with the VR headset. Probably. Mm -hmm. 
but Listen, I would puke. <laughs> when we when Mandy and I play scary games, uh, they cease to be scary. There is yes. no horror element that remains. <laughs> Very true. We we were talking about Visage, which, by the way, that did fully release, and they they put out the last half of the game. So I'd like to play that sometime too. <laughs> we were playing that. We were, we were talking about that where I was like putting guts in mugs and throwing shit at ghosts i'm like we are the worst (laughs) we're not the intended audience but we have fun nonetheless people always watch like scary game streams because they want to see people freak out but we're like i don't know let's have a rave with a ghost (laughs) yeah everybody else is probably like really serious they're you know they have a plan they have a plan you know This game is scary, though, because if you die, you lose your shit. And then I was like, no, I lost our thermometer. (laughs) (laughs) That's more scary than you dying. That is the scary part. It's like, you know, Dark Souls scary, where you lose shit. (laughs) Yeah, there's repercussions for dying. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I like that. I mean, I like that about games. You know? Yeah, we can uh, let you you know if we do it again. We (laughs) probably will. Mason got $10 insurance for my death. (laughs) That's Jeez. all I'm worth. That's all you're worth. <laughs> it's it's, it's silly. It's fun though. Your life I would is love worth to nothing. play it again. Yeah, let's definitely do it. Well, Mitz, what's what's this monster boy? I think you have enough time to give us your initial thoughts. I mean, I only played about the first the first area, which is a pretty big area. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll I'll grant you, but um, so I bought this game. I don't even know a month ago, and I um I platinum World of Final Fantasy. Boy, that was rough. <laughs> that was. I don't recommend it, people. If you, if you, yeah, don't do that. Um, so, Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom is this cute game. It's on the Switch also and the PS4, but it's just like this cute game where you're like this kid and you live on this island, and it's totally cartoony, right? And I guess your your uncle goes like crazy. Like we don't know why he went crazy, but he stole like a wand from this castle and. He's like riding around on this barrel that shoots like magic out of it and it's full of like royal jelly or some shit. I don't know. It's silly. And the he's flying around losing his shit and he's like causing mischief everywhere. So he's he um he's like changing the the landscape of the island and after you work your way through like the island yourself trying to trying to catch up to him, he turns you into a pig. And then you find out that he's pretty much changed everybody into an animal of some kind. So everyone in the game is animals. Uh, there's like giraffes and there's a rabbit and there's you know foxes and raccoons and you know pretty much everything. And everyone's feel everybody's like real not that upset about it. Like they're they're like oh your uncle man he's boy he's causing a lot of trouble. But you know I really don't mind that I've been turned into a hippo because I now I can now I can pound uh, bread dough better. I'm like oh you really like seeing the bright side about this but um it's absolutely a platformer so there's a lot of like in the in the very first area with the island there's there's a whole there's an awful lot of jumping from platform to platform if you miss a platform you might fall into like the ocean that's below you and you can swim in the water um and then shortly after the game begins you get a pair of boots that are made out of metal and when you put the boots on and you jump into the water it will make you sink and you go actually go into like another world that's below the surface of the ocean and you're, and then you have like limited oxygen. You got to find like oxygen bubbles, a la like old Sonic the Hedgehog, and um, and you'll, you know, you can like stomp around on the on the floor of the ocean and find chests or whatever. And 
so there's like a whole bunch of stuff that's hidden. So there's a lot of exploring to do in the, the game is left to right side scrolling. It, it really reminds me a lot of Tomba. I don't, I don't know if you guys have played Tomba. It's like an old PS one game, but anybody who's played Tomba, you'll be like, Oh, I know that. But, um, there's a litany of items you can, you can use. So there's a, there's like inventory for, for, um, your, for your weapon, your shield, your armor, your boots, your rings, your, your items. So it's very like standard. And as the game has progressed, you have a number of different types of magic you can use. So I have currently, I have fireballs. I have a boomerang. I have uh, lightning. I have um, like little tornadoes I can fire out of me. And, um, that's mostly it. I feel like I'm missing one, but that might be it. And you use these different powers to navigate through like platforming puzzles. So you'll be like, oh, you have to use the fireballs to light these like different lanterns that are like in the screen, different places. Or, or you'll have to use the fireballs to burn the, to burn vines or, you know, et cetera. And, um, the game is basically about how in order to, fix all the problems that your uncle's cause. You have to, you have to go throughout the world and collect these. I don't know how many there are, but they call them like magical orbs or something. I keep thinking that they're like dragon balls. Cause it just sounds like that. But like, if we, if we collect these, uh, if these magical orbs, you know, we can, we can use their power to, to restore the kingdom the way it was and lift the curse off the kingdom. And so you're kind of going off in the, in the first major area after the Island area is like a forest and, um, you know, there's like spiders and, and, uh, like mud monsters and, and birds that are trying to kill you and, you know, stuff like that. So it's, it's, it's been pretty fun. It's definitely a platformer. So it's, if you don't like those games, just forget it. it it's borrowing, borrowing elements from like, from like Zelda for sure. So there's like the heart meter that had that, like, you know, you, you'll take damage in like half hearts or whole hearts and you'll find a container that'll add a heart to your, to your life. And, uh, so it's like part Zelda, I'd say it's almost like part Zelda, part Mega Man due to like the side scrolling, you know, the way that the game jumps around the way the, the way that the game flows. So if you, um, if you like those types of games, I think it's probably worth checking out. It's, it's not, it was on sale on the switch for like $19 or something. So it's really not, um, all that expensive and, it, and it's a fairly short game. So some people, some people say like, Oh this game is so long. Like I can't, you know, I can't do it. It's too long, you know? And, um, and I get that because people are busy and people have kids and stuff, but the game itself is 18 hours. And so it's, it's manageable, like in terms of how much like time you're going to have to devote to it. And the completionist. So I presumed that to mean like, if you want to get the platinum trophy, it only, it only takes an extra five hours. So it's like, I mean, good Lord. I think it took me close to 70 hours after I beat Portal Final Fantasy to get the platinum in that game. And the only reason why I did it was because I liked the game so much. So it's a pretty easy, it's pretty easy. And unlike Phasmophobia or whatever, when you die, there's like almost no, no repercussion like whatsoever. There's like just, you know, plunge to your death at will. Like it doesn't matter. And, um, one fighter note looking at the, but the box art, it looks like you will be able to transform. I, so I'm assuming all of the different animals on the box art are the are the animals that you can con- convert yourself into because the pig is on there and your your original form is there. And then there's all these other forms. And I'm guessing at some point I might be able to like freely switch between types of animals that would that would you know make for even more dynamic platforming. 
but there's like a frog, a snake, a lion, and what looks like a dragon. So we'll see if a monster boy can transform into all these different things in addition to the pig. So, uh, that's what fun. it looked like based on the like the trailer that you posted a couple weeks back. It looked like you were able to swap between them. Um, is the music as amazing as that trailer was? The music's a little too happy, I think. It's very bright. <laughs> um, and I think it's the kind of music that if you sat in the area with the game on pause for, and it was just playing in the background, if you had to hear the song for more than maybe half an hour, you might lose your mind. And, the, <laughs> and your parents might like your, your parents. You know, because there's like some, some games have like, you know, like the Balam Garden theme from Final Fantasy VIII. Just fucking play it all day. I'll listen to the damn song all day, right? It doesn't bother me. It's a great song. It's beautiful. Um, and, and so there's like background music that is nice and doesn't get in the way. And then there, like the town music in this is pretty, it's pretty annoying. I think it's pretty annoying, but I don't know. I haven't really been, I haven't really uh, been in a lot of areas yet, Mason. So I can't speak to all of the music in the game, but I would say that so far it's a little too chipper for me, but you know, it's also like obviously a kid's game. So, you know, it's, it's in every sense of the word, it, it feels like a game for kids. So right down to the difficulty level. So it, it, uh, it, it probably fits, but, um, you know, if you like platformers and you like platinum, you like trophy hunting, you'll, you'll probably blitz through this in no time. And, uh, collect your platinum trophy and move on to the next thing. So since we have to wait an extra month for cyberpunk now <laughs> to no one's surprise, that game's never <laughs> fucking coming out. So, um, but yeah, you know, I'll come back and talk about monster boy a little more after I've played more of the game, you know? So now that I finished the game I was working on, I'll be playing this, you know, probably exclusively until it's done, which at the current pace probably won't take more than like two or three weeks. And, um, yeah, we'll see. That's about it. All right. Anything else, guys? No, no. I think no. we, uh, I think we gave a lot of, a lot of hobbies, and this was just the tip of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, guys, you know, as always, thank you for listening to our to our podcast, and um, you know, we do these we do these extra episodes for you because you care enough about us to you know contribute to the podcast and help uh, make this whole production possible. So. I hope you get lots of good recommendations. Go go check out Blood of Zeus. You know, go grab Phasmophobia. Go watch Our Planet. You know, you got lots of good things to, to uh, check out now that we've sort of blazed the trail for you. Go check out Monster Boy. And uh, we'll see you next time on Hobby Addicts. Take care. Bye, guys. Thank you. Thank you.